Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome, and this is Coffee Break. Troy Shockley with you this morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. The show brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs of their buyers, call David at Versant, 459-8565. And we're talking Gov Cup today because it's beautiful running weather outside. And I only say that slightly tongue-in-cheek. It's actually not all that bad. Brian Haynes, Jesse Zentz here this morning. We're talking Gov Cup. Guys, thanks for coming in. Brian's got the mic right now, so I guess uh, you get to... You get to talk first. I'll lead us off. That sounds good. Yeah. Thanks for having us in, Troy. Can you kind of introduce yourself a little bit, explain uh, to folks just how you found yourself inexorably linked to the Gov Cup? Yeah, I am. Uh, my name is Brian Haynes. I'm the race director for the Governor's Cup. This will be my uh, fourth cup. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I've been with Blue Cross. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Montana uh, presents uh, uh, the race every year. I've been with Blue Cross about six years now. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to – Holding the event once again, having it back in person after having to cancel last year's race, and uh, looking forward to welcoming runners to Helena. Yeah, and officially, uh, I forgot even to look it up, race director, is that our official title? It is, yeah. All I right. mean, you can call me uh, race guru, race director, Yeah. hey you, you know, I, I, I answer <laughs> to most anything, so. Yeah. Well, and you've got with you, uh, as we said, uh, Jesse Zentz, and uh, I mean, if you're going to run a road race in Helena, and, and you want to find out how should we do this, he's probably the guy to ask. Uh, yeah, without question, he uh, has a lot of knowledge that he's, that he's able to pass my way. So he's uh, um, a great asset to have, that's for sure. Yeah, and I don't know when we want to hand it over to him. You, you tell me. We're just <laughs> we're, we're just going to go uh, as we go this morning. But the event, as you mentioned, uh, the Gov Cup, uh, it, it's back, and, and you, you weren't able to hold it last year. How tough was that? You know, it, w- it was frustrating. Um, you know, just that would have been the 47th year and 47th consecutive year when you hold something almost 50 years and have to cancel it that's a tough blow but it was the right decision um considering everything we know about the pandemic and and such and now uh with vac- vaccine rates um increasing in montana and cases dropping i mean we're excited to host it again uh it's june 12th we have in-person uh races the 5k the half marathon and the marathon we also have virtual options for folks who aren't really comfortable yet mm-hmm. you know running in person um and so yeah we are you know we're excited we're uh, um, happy to be back we're happy to be providing um something for people to look forward to kind of a little bit of return to normalcy and uh, you know i think helena and you know just people in general are looking forward to live events again yeah yeah we're talking brian haynes and jesse sense this morning the governor's cup is back and um you talked about you know canceling it in 2019 that was a tough thing to do but it wasn't a difficult decision right like it wasn't an easy thing to pull that trigger but it's not like everybody else was holding one and you're like you know what no we're not going to do ours i mean everybody road races have been gone for a year year and a half oh yeah i mean yeah it was it was a hard decision but it was an easy decision you know just because you care about the health of um the running community you care about the health of helena uh, overall, and you know that's as stewards of public health, and um, as with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Montana, it was the right decision and the easy decision to do. And we've um, been working with Lewis and Clark Public Health and Jefferson County Public Health because the marathon half marathon starts there, and those county health departments have been awesome partners as far as giving us direction to safely hold this year's event. Um, and we we are yeah again we i can't say this enough we're so excited to yeah. be back yeah well and it's one of those things where i think on a service people go well it's a a race outside 
why is that even a problem, right? But th- there are certainly moments where there, there's congestion. And when, I mean, Jesse, no. But when I'm running, I'm breathing pretty heavy. You know, Jesse's just, you know, he he's drinking tea while he's out there. <laughs> you know, I, I'm huffing and puffing, you know, and, and I'm not the only one. And when you're congested and maybe running next to somebody for a mile, th- there are some, some issues there. Exactly. And that's why, too, uh, this year's race will – because if you've ever been to the starting line of the 5K or even the half marathon, I mean, you have a um, large group of people there. And so we'll be encouraging people to wear masks at the start. And then once we get to the finish line, too, because our finish line area, it's an awesome finish line. You go, you know, go up the walking wall there at Historic Last Chance Gulch. But it is, you know, a little tight there by the uh, uh, library. Mm-hmm. And so once you cross the finish line, we'll again ask you to put on your mask. And our volunteers, um, throughout the course will be encouraged to wear masks and we'll have hand sanitizing stations all throughout just to add that layer of um, protection and safety for our runners. Yeah, I love that finish, but that walking mall is so much longer than I ever remember it <laughs> during the finish. You're and the, like, and, oh, and I'm and almost the there. incline is crazy, no, you're not. too. I mean, it feels like you're going up Mount Everest there and it's just a slight incline, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. near the end. It, um, yeah, it's more daunting than what you remember. So what went into making the decision to come back. I mean, because we're talking about 2019, it was obviously one of those where it's like, you know what? Yeah, we got to cancel. Coming back was a much more difficult decision, wasn't it? And a little bit more into that process. Yeah. And uh, Jesse, if you want to hop in here too and talk about it, but um, yeah, we, um, again, it's constant communication with Lewis and Clark public health and Jefferson County um, public health, along with our um, chief medical officer, Dr. David Lechner, just a lot of discussion and back and forth and seeing how cases were going in Montana and the rate of hospitalizations. And not only that, um, you know, I think the game changer for us, of course, was vaccines. And Mm -hmm. once those came online and distribution went well and more and more Montanans received their vaccine, it helped us um, make that decision. And Jesse, you can add. Yeah, swing that mic over, Jesse. That'll (laughs) that'll swing most of the way to you there on the arm. Yeah, no, I I agree with Brian 100% on that. And I think also, you know, as the vaccinations have increased and and we're hearing good news that we're about 50% uh, nationwide now for all adults. Um, but I also think that, that you know, youth sports, um, some other adult sports leagues, uh, we've seen with high school sports that they've been able to do these things uh, outdoors, mm-hmm. particularly um, pretty well and without any major concerns at, at any of the events that we've seen. So a lot of different things went into the decision. And I think most importantly, we really tried to gather as many people um, within our company, within the race um the race organization team to really talk it through and make sure we were making the right decision, uh, not only for uh, Helena, not only for the runners, but but also for our company and and making sure that as the presenting sponsor of this event, that we're making the right decision based on our beliefs and values. And and I think we did that, um, and and we have full support uh, really throughout the group of people that we talked to. Yeah. And, and I think as we continue to see things, um, and at least in the gui- the way guidance has been delivered now in terms of what is okay outdoors. Um, yeah, we. I think the preventative measures we're taking at the, the areas where people are stopped um, are, are definitely appropriate. Um, but once people are out there running, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of open air in Montana and that's why we all love to move here and, um, and live here. I, I didn't move here, I've always lived here, but, <laughs> but that's why a lot of people like to move here. And um, I, I think 
once people are out on those roads and stretched out across the course and uh, um, just enjoying themselves out on the race course, I think I think things will be great out there. And we're just excited to see people moving around again. Yeah. Um, well, and you have to be excited that what you put in place, because there was a little bit of forecasting when you decided, hey, we're going to put on the race. And so there had to be a little trepidation going, we think we see where this is going and we think this will be good. But But as we've gotten closer to this, you have to be going – Hey, we were right, and maybe, maybe in some ways, it's better than you anticipated. Yeah, I would, I would argue that it's better than we anticipated, and I think that's why when we made the decisions, we were on the cautious side of things. Yeah. We, uh, we, we put forth a plan that we felt we could probably pull off if the situation stayed as it was at the time we made that decision. But the situation has obviously improved. Um, we feel really confident about the the plan we have in place, um, and and runners are excited too, and. You know, the people that want to do the virtual option have done that. I've actually, I'm actually surprised by how many people have signed up for the virtual option, which is really cool because it's clear that they they support our mission as an organization and with with the money going to the Caring Foundation of Montana. And so they want to play a role in this event too and, and take part in it. And if that's the way they feel like they can most safely do that, then then we love that. We support that entirely. Yeah. So and let's explain before, we're going to go to a break here in a couple of minutes, but let's explain that one and then we'll talk about the act the, the the road races the in person but what is this virtual what does that look like for the gov cup yeah so our virtual races um it's the option they'll be from june 5th to june 12th so the uh, race week and you wherever you're at whether you're uh in helena or we have people signed up in florida or texas uh you can complete whether it's a 5k a half marathon or, or a marathon at your favorite training course, on the treadmill, um, wherever you can complete that race is where, um, you know, we encourage you to do that safely. And then you will get the same race gear, race shirt, finishing medal, um, bib, all all the things that you get in person, you'll get virtually. And, and the nice thing, too, is like if you, say, want to run a marathon and you can only do, say, two 13.1-mile chunks, you can break that up into two days and then just post your cumul cumulative time there. And so, yeah, it is just an option for our runners who either don't feel comfortable um, uh, running in person or if they're uh, outside of the state and travel doesn't, um, you know, it's hard to travel to get here right mm -hmm. now. They can still participate in the Governor's Cup, still support the Caring Foundation of Montana and do it um, virtually in that setting. Yeah, because unfortunately, the airport did not coordinate with you <laughs> when they decided to do uh, like it, it, 10 years ago when they decided, you know what, here in, here in a decade, we're going to have to resurface some of this uh, right. runway out here. It, it's the same week. Uh, the, the airport is shut down. And and we do get people. I mean, people may not realize if they're if they're not really tuned into the Gov Cup, you get people coming from across the country to this event. Oh, yeah, we have, I think, more than 35, 36 states represented at this year's Governor's Cup. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I would say there's probably never uh, the opportune time to, uh, you know, repave your airport runways. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, and, uh, you know, we make the best of it. And we're just, again, happy to be back in person. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll um, clear that hurdle when we get there. Yeah. And the Gov Cup is back and in person. We're going to talk about what that's going to look like, the various races, and how you can sign up because we know, Helena, it, it's a last minute, uh, last minute group for anything when it comes to registering or buying tickets, stuff like that. You don't want to do that on this one because this thing is filling up. So we're going to talk about that coming up on Coffee Break. 
I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back. This is Coffee Break. Troy Shockley with you this morning. Thanks for hanging out with us today. The show brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. We've got Jesse Zentz and Brian Haynes in the studio with us today. We're talking GovCup, and we talked kind of how that virtual thing works uh, but now it's time to talk about the in-person because that's what's back. And so let's go over what this event is going to look like this year. Maybe, I guess maybe let's just start with what are the in-person races that we're holding because we're not holding all of them. Some of the races were kind of called out this year to make it work for the others. Right, yeah. And so in-person this year, Troy, we'll have the 5K. It's That's our staple. It's our largest race each year. And we'll have the half marathon and we'll have the full marathon. Okay. And what's different too is we have race caps or participation caps. So in the 5K, we capped that at 1,200 runners. And the half marathon, the full marathon is at 375 runners in each event. So um, just to kind of manage crowds, manage congestion. And uh, that was, you know, our plan. Looking back to two and a half months when we wanted to move forward, this was the most feasible way for us to have an in-person event. Right. So th- there's a cap on registration. How many spots? I'll put you on the spot. How, how many are open you in know, these races? Yeah, still? in the 5K, uh, we have less than 500. We have about 470 spots left. Okay. In the half marathon, we have less than 100. And then the marathon, we have a little over 200. So, I mean, spots are filling up. Um, that 5K, as you said, you know, we usually see a rush the last two weeks before race day. and so I mean, you're getting 5K. people registering day of yeah, yep. or, you know, day before, I guess, like at yep. packet pickup, people are registering. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if you are planning on, on running, um, I would I would strongly suggest signing up because you could get there. Um, if you plan on signing up, say, a couple of days before, you, there might not be a spot for you, especially in that 5K race. Okay. So if you want to do that 5K and that's the popular one and that's what everybody loves to do, you got to do it. You might as well do it now. Oh, exactly. Right. Like, what does the registration process look like? It, you know, you do it online, govcupmt.com. It takes less than five minutes. Okay. And uh, right now it's $25 uh, to sign up and you get uh, a race shirt, race bag. Everyone gets a finisher's medal this year. So if you've run the 5k in the past and you, you know, you've seen the half marathon, the marathon folks getting that medal at the finish line this year, you'll get your medal as well. Um, along with some other nice Sure, I'm out of town this year, Brian, and you're going to hand out medals this year. (laughs) Thanks for doing that. Um, So less than three weeks left now. If if people want to register, they, you know what, we've got 10 minutes left in the show. Uh, They could register by the end of the show. Oh, easily. Might as well pull it up and do it now. You you could register by the end of the show and share it with a couple of your friends as well. Yeah, so I want to see those registration numbers go up. I I mean, I've been working uh, with the race for eight years now, and I would say the average... You know, in that last week, I would say in general, we see about 500 registrations in the last week, and we're already under that for our limit. So 
I would yeah I would I would strongly suggest to consider registering now because that rush gets kind of crazy unless you want to miss out on one of those 5k spots and get forced into the marathon and I doubt right. anyone really wants to do that so <laughs> you can do the half you can do the half too well if those fill up those are 100 yeah. left so yeah I think um, just judging by the past in terms of how the registration flow goes mm-hmm. I would I would strongly suggest doing it now if you're going to So get online it. right now where where do they go govcupmt.com Okay that's easy and uh, you get on register I w- I want them to let me know that they saw in at least 10 minutes a spike and uh, we we <laughs> ran out of spots um and and the, just if it's a, any more incentive the cost will uh, go up here in a couple days, right? Yeah, for registration. First, yep, our registration goes up. So instead of paying $25, you'd be paying $30. And while that's a little more increase of a donation to the Caring Foundation of Montana, uh, we'd love for you to save you know 5 bucks and register today. Yeah, so get online and register. And then uh, while you have the event actually happening out there on the road, there's also the virtual option, and they can do that at the same place they register? Yep. Okay. Yep. And cash prizes, even. I mean, if, if you're one of those people that thinks, yeah, I'm not going to run this thing. I'm going to win this thing. You, you might win some cash going going away, right? Yeah, we'll uh, uh, award uh, more than $4,000 in cash prizes, and that includes uh, overall winners in the uh, 5K, half in the full marathon, as well as uh, master's division, which is 40-plus, and senior division, which is 50-plus as well. So there's opportunities for you to uh, come away with a little cash. Okay. And uh, so, Jesse, grab that mic, swing it over a little bit. Uh, what, who are some of the favorites here? Um, because – there are going to be some elite runners showing up to our race to to run this thing because it is it's also a qualifying uh, course, right? I mean, this is a, a race that they can qualify to run. Is it Boston? Yes, right? yes. So it's it is a USATF certified course. Um, so it is a Boston qualifier, uh, which is the race that uh, tons of marathoners obviously want to run mm-hmm. in, um, and. D- despite the hilly nature of this course, we've actually seen really impressive times from from our top runners over the past uh, couple years since we've made that switch out to the start past Jefferson City. Um, you know, it's really exciting. I'm looking at the sheet of elite runners uh, that that we have confirmed so far, and only a couple of them are from Helena. I've got a list of about 15 people here, and so it's kind of cool to see people coming into town from from other areas in Montana to really test this course. Uh, and we've had a lot of folks reach out and want to run a, elite runners this year. We just had a guy email me this morning with a one twenty or two twenty seven marathon PR from Utah, and uh, I, I, I told him we'd love to have him. So we'll just see if he responds to that email and and, and joins us here in in, um, in Helen in a couple of weeks. But I'm really excited about the half marathon this year. Uh, we, out of five of the elite runners we have in it, uh, four are actually out of the flathead, which is pretty cool. We generally don't see a ton of runners out of the flathead, so I'm really hoping that their participation this year generates some interest up there. They've got a brand new running club called Hell Roaring Running up there, and they're they're kind of getting folks excited about running in the flathead. So I think this is a really cool opportunity for these folks to come down here, enjoy our race, and, and hopefully spread the word up in the flathead. Um, and, and they're going to be fast. I, I think... Uh, I don't know if it's going to be record fast because our record is uh, pretty outrageous. Um, from Mark Messmer, the last couple of years, he set it back to back, or not last couple of years, but obviously the, before last year, the the two prior, um, and really put some big times up there. But I think these guys uh, on the men's side will we'll put some pretty solid times up. And then we've got three women as well that that I'm pretty confident um, will come down with some good times in the marathon. Heather Lieberg is making a return. I I forgot uh, before we joined the show today to to look back the last time she ran the marathon. She's really been doing She's the, been doing the shorter yeah, races. Yeah. Because she's been so focused on the elite um, marathons around the country, 
Uh, she just really wasn't able to make that work for our race for the past few years. And she's done Grandma's Marathon, which is like a week after the Governor's mm -hmm. Cup, several years in a row. Um, but she's, I, I chased her down at a middle school track meet last week to make sure and confirm with her. And well, well done to you. Because yeah. that's, chasing <laughs> Heather Lieberg down is no easy feat. <laughs> but yeah, she, uh, as always, she she's like, yeah, she's hesitant to, to say exactly what she's going to do. But she she see, feels pretty strongly that the marathon is going to be the one that she does this year. And the cool thing about that, and I am uh, there should be a story coming out in the IR about this uh, in the next uh, week or so here. But there's a woman from um, Minot, North Dakota, who uh, Heather actually ran against in the Olympic trials in 2020. And they're going to be racing each other in the marathon here in Missoula. Very so cool. two, two Olympic trials uh participants uh, will be running the, the marathon course in, in Helena, one of them the hometown hero that, that has the record in virtually every event. Yeah, she runs a 5K in like eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's exciting. Um, and then uh, Mike Kaiser is, is trying to decide whether he's going to do the half or the full. We'll be happy to see him in either one. And uh, Matt Roberts has signed up for the marathon. And then we've got a couple others from, from out of state, actually, a Californian, a, a Wyoming runner um, coming into town, a guy from Missoula, Montana, who who has a, a history here at the Governor's Cup who's coming back. Um, so it, it's a pretty cool field. Nicole Murray's making her return. I mean, this woman has been basically a staple in the Montana running community for years. I think she has more than 10 championships at the Governor's Cup, and she'll be running the 5K this year. Um, so we're always excited to see her back. She's one of the... Um, top college runners in MSU history and, and U of M history. She actually ran both. And um, we're just excited to see her come back as, as usual. But yeah, it should be a fun yeah. fun day and, and, and lots to cheer for out on the course. Yeah, it's a great field. We got Brian Haynes and Jesse Zentz in. We're talking Governor's Cup this morning. We've got about four minutes left. Uh, Course-wise, are, are the courses pretty much the same? Yeah, or? there's there's one minor change, and and it'll, it'll be a minor change for the 10K2 next year when we return that. Um, but as, as most people who drive down by the Capitol area know now, um, there's construction on the historical museum, uh, which is, is forcing the, the course just to take a little jog to the right and a jog to the left. Um, but it'll be kind of cool. You actually run kind of on the, uh, the east side of the Capitol for a little bit now and, and actually get a better look at some of the Capitol uh, complex buildings. But it really doesn't change it too much. Um, just a couple more turns. Actually, I think it actually eases the climb a little bit. Uh, really the only major hill on the course uh, other than the start. Um, but that's really it. The, the marathon and half marathon are the same. Um, half marathon starts at Clancy School. It's a great little start in, in an awesome little town of Clancy and and then the other the marathon starts out past Jefferson City on Wicks uh, Road and yeah it makes its way in on the frontage road and it's actually a, a great course with a nice wide road compared to our old course on Bird's Eye so yeah. we've really fallen in love with this new course and I think the runners have liked it too. The GovCamp is coming up it's less than three weeks away we mentioned it before but you want to get on you want to register for that now because it is capped this year so you don't want to get on to register get ready you don't want to be training for this thing and then go register and the thing be all full so get on there register for that in terms of spectators what's going on there because that's going to be different too right Brian? yeah it'll be a little bit different uh, we uh will discourage people from hanging out at the start and finish lines unless you're a runner um and obviously if you're waiting for a family member to finish or something like that you know we'll we'll allow that of course um and then we're still deciding whether or not we're going to have an awards ceremony but this year it's you know we're happy to be back and it's just kind of flowing people through mm -hmm. and we love our finish line area because it is kind of intimate. It is pretty, you know, uh, 
it creates a nice buzz. But for this year, it's kind of once you cross that finish line, once you started to recover, we, you know, asked you to continue uh, along your way. And then, you know, next year we can look to have that celebration and have huge crowds and stuff uh, and truly be back to normal. But for this year, we're happy to have races, happy to have people crossing that finish line. But then from there, kind of move on with your yeah. celebration. So this way. is like the soft opening. And then we get exactly. the grand reopening, the official right. grand reopening next year. Yep. Um, race day, we've got just about a minute and change left. Race day, for people that are registered, what do they need to know? What do they need to bring and, and be prepared for? So, yeah, packet pickup will be June 11th uh, at the Doubletree downtown. And then on race day, and we'll announce this, we'll actually have two waves of the 5K to start. Um, maybe three. We're finalizing that here in the next few days, but they'll be notified of as far as what wave they'll be in. Um, and then other than that, I mean, it is a pretty normal race day. There'll be course nutrition throughout. There'll be water stations, um, porta potties set up. So it's going to be, you know, a normal, uh, as possible race experience. Just, uh, be ready to run, walk, enjoy, uh, enjoy Helena on a beautiful, should be a beautiful uh, Saturday morning. We've had our spring snow already. Right. That's so, out of the way. Yeah, that's out of the way. Yeah. And, and have, have, so have a mask ready for, you know, the, the start and the finish. Maybe yep. a buff works the best because you can just pull it down. Exactly. Right? Yep. And yeah. there will be masks in uh, um, every everyone's race packet just in case they forget. Okay. We'll provide that. But, yeah, we're just looking forward again to having people downtown, having people throughout Helena and be being back in person and one last push to get you guys registered in uh, my final 30 seconds here uh, blackfoot is going to be offering some refreshment after the race for runners so i mean if, if you need that one last nudge bring your bib over to blackfoot and you, you get a beer at the end of the race right yeah exactly we're we're excited um blackfoot's been uh, a great partner and that's a very generous uh, uh uh offer they're giving to all our runners um of age, you know, 21 and older, of course. Uh, but, yeah, you know, cross that finish line and then uh, head on over for a cold refreshment. Yeah, I love it. Brian Haynes, Jesse Zentz, talking GovCup. Uh, Brian, give it to him one more time. The website, where do they need to go? GovCupMT.com. Yeah, it wasn't even long enough to fill my remaining time, so I'm going to talk here for a few seconds until we <laughs> fill it up. We're all out. We'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.